Hello, this is Timothy Bond with True Vine Publishing Company, and you are listening to The Right Change Podcast. On The Right Change, you'll hear from world-changing authors, get inspired, and get empowered to produce literary greatness. Today, we'll be talking to Henry Benton III, author of children's book, Yes, Dad. Enjoy the show. Hello, this is Timothy Bond with True Vine Publishing Company, and you are watching The Right Change, where our guest today is Mr. Henry Benton, author of Yes, Dad. Welcome, Henry, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, it is an honor to have you on here. Um, you know, I try to make sure that you know, we can highlight and give spotlight to our amazing authors, and you are one of our newest. And not only are you one of our newest, but I mean, you're actually moving up to being one of the best sellers. I mean, you, you, you're pumping out hundreds of books, man. So I definitely wanted to get you on so you can share your experience and share some of the things that you're doing um, so that people will know, man, like you can get this your book out and you can be successful, you know? Um, so first question, man, tell us a little bit about yourself and, you know, who is who is Henry Hank Benton? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, my name is Henry Benton. I'm also uh, known as Hank. I go by both interchangeably. I was born and raised in a great uh, city and state of Dayton, Ohio, um, a small, okay. small city suburb of Dayton called Trotwood specifically. Um, which we really refer to it as the city. So a lot of times people say, where you from? I'll say the city. That's, uh, what, that's what I mean. Uh, um, like I say, I was born and raised there, had a great childhood growing up in Dayton. And then I, I left and went to Ashton University for undergrad, uh, where I played uh, uh, Division II football. I was there on a the scholarship. I was okay. there for five years. Um, then I took a year off after I graduated, did some teaching, did some uh, coaching, applied and got into Tennessee State University my master's program and I and a counseling psychology. So I got my MS uh, degree in counseling psychology in 2018 from Tennessee State University. I took another year off um, and worked at an autism center in uh, Franklin, Tennessee. Applied to TSU for my PhD in counseling psychology, which I'm now currently a second year uh, counseling psychology PhD student, which I'm very excited about that. Okay. I, look, I was about to apologize. I was supposed to say doctor. <laughs> not, 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 not yet. It's on the way, but not yet. Dr. Benton. Okay. Man, you have a really strong focus on education and um, tell, tell, talk to us a little bit about that because I think that leads into what kind of moved you into your desires to write. Yeah, so um, mental health, I've, I've always just been drawn to it. Um, just in I remember my undergrad experience, I had a, a professor by the name of Dr. Mesker. Uh, he was like psychology chair at that time, and he introduced me to you know just the world of psychology and um, some a summer camp I worked at out you know up up there near my undergrad university it was a, a special needs summer camp, and I went there and just fell in love with you know the kids there and fell in love with the whole the culture and what mental health meant, um, mm -hmm. and it was a growing field at the time. So of course I just kind of dove right into it and learned more about it, took more courses, more you know. Um, more accelerated courses in mental health and in psychology. And I was like, yeah, this is definitely, definitely what I want to do. I definitely want to work with uh, children, adolescents in therapy. So like I said, I uh, looked at some more programs and Tennessee State had a great counseling psychology program. 
Um, to, the, to date, I always say it's one of the best decisions I ever made to go ahead and do that path at TSU. Mm-hmm. Um, I got there and made, met some great people. Uh, met my mentor, my team, basically, uh, Dr. Thurman Webb and Harifa Henderson and Felicia Coven. We all, you know, we met in this whole, my whole TSU master's and PhD journey. Mm-hmm. And yeah, just like I said, just kind of sparked from there from then from, like I said, that just transformed into everything I've done from there. So the, the autism center and the teaching and the education. And like I said, right now, just working on my PhD. Awesome. Well, um, I didn't say it, but uh, it's good to be connected with a TSU alum like myself. So, okay. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Way, way, way back. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. My brother was also went to uh, TSU. That's kind of how I, you know, oh, got really? Yeah, so. Man, I strongly believe that authors and writers change the world because we change the life, even if it's one person. Like, you think about where our world would be if it wasn't for the individual Martin Luther King or the individual uh, Abraham Lincoln or, you know what I mean? Even the individuals um, who have what we consider a negative impact, they change the world. And uh, just listening to you and your passion about you know, mental health, and we know that most people, a lot of people deal with mental health issues. So you to be able to change lives uh, like that is amazing. What led you into children's books? Well, so uh, growing up, as, you know, elementary school, I, I, and even pre-K, I've always loved to read. Like, I was always an avid reader. Um, and then my, my elementary school, we were literally right next to a library. So it was like walking distance, 30 seconds to get to the library. So we was always over there. And I would read, and I would love to read. And the summer programs, I would go over, and, and you get, like, different stickers or awards for how many pages you would read. I got so involved in it, I was reading, like, books a day. Of course, nothing like novels or anything as a child, but just, you know, certain books I would read, books a day, mm-hmm. wake up in the morning and just read all day. Um, and just throughout my experience in, you know, elementary, middle school, high school, the books we read, like, there weren't too many people uh, writing books or had books that people that looked like me. So, mm-hmm. um and even if they did, it was like really trauma felt. It was about, you know, um, I know uh, two books I can specifically remember. One was Bud Not Buddy and one was Ishmael Bay, A Long, a long Way Gone. Uh-huh. Both two really good books, but uh, Bud Not Buddy was circled around uh, the civil rights movement. Civil rights movement, it was in Birmingham. So it was just a lot of like trauma felt experiences in that. Yeah. And then with Ishmael Bay, it was a real story about um, uh, a child soldier, a child soldier that you know had got addicted to drugs and like that whole situation and got uh, transformed, reformed, and up in New York. Like I said, a lot of trauma-based stuff. So I didn't really see a lot of just happy-go-lucky books with African American children just being able to read and you know have a, a positive outlet from start to finish. So mm-hmm. with that being said, as I got older and as I still have my love for reading, um, I wanted that experience to be different for the next generation. I wanted younger kids to be able to read a book and just be able to have a happy story that didn't have anything. Um, any like negative connotation to it, which I understand the reason, of course, knowing history is important, but just having also a positive outlook with books as well. I see that um, your book is is focused on, the current book, it's focused on the young African-American experience. Yes. Um, Are you focusing on African-American males or will it be, will you have a number of books just all African-American children or what? Yeah, so uh, that's a great question. So yes, this first book, I definitely wanted to be be, um, an African-American male uh, relationship, but I 
the the overall brand and how we're going to go forward. There will be books for all African American populations from um, you name it. So, like I said, this is just the the beginning, but definitely going to have it's where everybody can gain something from it. Okay. How long have you been working on? Oh, you know what? We kind of jumped over. Tell us about your book. <laughs> Tell us about your book. Yes, uh, my book is uh, it's called Yes Dad. Is 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 it right here? Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't shout out to my amazing illustrator Jasmine Mosley. She was the one that made all the illustrations. Um, a great great person to have on on the squad. But yeah, so Yes Dad is it's a children's picture book, and the story behind it is a father and son's relationship as they grow together with um, showing the meaning of one word, how one word have multiple meanings. Um, it's kind of like the whole friend is not what you say, it's how you say it. So that thing. So it just goes, um, it just shows what, you know, but what tone can mean, how how that relationship is very important as a child growing up in some of those things you hear, you know, in your everyday life. So I think it's uh, something that is enjoyable for um, all ages just to know, to have it again, it's targeted towards anywhere from newborn to first grade, mm-hmm. but um, it's like just something to have for you to read to your kids or read for yourself. Yeah, that that's actually awesome. I have looked at these pages um, on and off. You know, we've been working back and forth, but never even thought about the fact like you're you're telling a story within this one this one phrase. Yes, Dad. Yes. Um, and the the notion of you know teaching the lesson of, of uh, the inflections and, and how you say something. Um, I, what I loved about this book was the relationship. You know, first of all, when we think about black fatherhood, black, black youth, black male youth, we've been taught or we've been told by society, by, by Western civilization, like, that relationship doesn't exist. If it does, you know, you got this wild uh, notion. I love that this book provides a a sound and secure relationship between uh, a black son and a black father. Talk to us about that. Yeah, um, like I said, I have an amazing relationship with my father. Um, It's definitely, uh, it's really good. Of course, you know, disagreements along the way, you know, getting trouble on. That's a part of the beauty. Part of the beauty of it. but yeah, so and me, me and him are so much alike, you know, just, you know, it's, it's really wild. But our relationship is great. And I just think, and I, and I was surrounded by like so many great African-American fathers. Like Trywood, Ohio was a very small knit community. So um, everybody knows each other. And I've, I've been blessed to be around amazing black fathers. And they all know who they are. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so, but it's going back to my relationship with my father. It was great. And I just wanted to be able to express that. Um, Cause he, that was actually the inspiration for the book. Um, my father, I was having a conversation with my dad on the phone and I was, I, I promise you I was saying the same thing over and over and over, mm-hmm. but it meant so many different things. We had a full conversation with me just saying, you know, the same thing. And I was just like, <laughs> I feel like that's, that's relatable. I was like, that's a very relatable thing. So let me, I said, let me write this down. Let me put this uh-huh. on paper. Uh-huh. What um what was the process for you? And this is for those who are watching who want to write a book. And I get this every time. What is the process? What was the process like for you to take that seed of an idea and move it into fruition? Okay. So uh, just a, a overall quick timeline. So I started the, the very first 
thought of it was in um, December of 2018. Oh, wow. Of course, it just finished like a, a few weeks ago officially. So, so that was a, that's how long the process has been, about two years. Um, just to, you know, just get some context. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, um, so for me, writing it, writing it down was probably the easiest part, right? Mm -hmm. um, just because I already, I had a story in mind already. Um, I had, I just had to put it on paper. So like the actual story, the concept, I would say that was the easiest part. Of course, the, the tweaks and the fixes and the, the proofreads and everything, yeah. um, that took some time. But the hardest part is the longest part was um, the business aspect, right? So like when I, you know, when we first met and I first talked to you, I had no idea what it looked like. I was very green and like you would ask me like, okay, what's the size? And I was like, I have no clue, like, I have no idea. Um, so it was very transparent. That was the hardest part for me because um, this is my, my first business endeavor. So the writing aspect was fine. And I think that's what a lot of people need to understand. Like if you're a writer and you like to write, go ahead and write and write as much as you want when you can. Is that that business aspect, like what goes into the copyright and IBSM and shout out to Tim who took care of all of that. Like, he, did, he, he went and got all that together for me because I'll probably still be doing that. But uh, but so yeah, that that process and then finding an illustrator again, just because I had a great team of people around me, I was able to connect with other people. Like I found uh, Tim through an old classmate of mine. Mm -hmm. So that's how I got connected with that. And I found an illustrator through my mentor. So just asking questions, being placed around the right people in uh, that way. So um, I would yeah, I would just say try to, you know, the right, don't worry so much on the writing aspect. If you have a concept, if you have an idea, that's great. You've already got that part done. Now the hardest steps are the, the business side, getting that, getting that stuff published and everything. I try to tell people that writing it is the easy part, but you know, everybody has their own challenge, you know? And um, for some people, just the notion of writing can be very challenging because they have to question, they question themselves. Is this good? Is this going to be good? You know, um, and so we all have our different challenges, but um, like you said, just write it and you get a team of people who have different experiences and have different skill sets and different knowledge bases and you help and they help you take that to the next level. Um, you know, I tell people all the time, writing a book is like uh, uh, a sculpture. You start out with a chop, big chop piece of wood and you just start chopping off pieces, right? You chop out the eyes and you chop out the, the shape of the nose and you chop out the shape of the lips. And then you go with your team and you fine tune that and that's how you get your work. So um, that encouragement to people, look, just do it, just write. And, and when you're walking in your purpose, the people you need, the resources you need will come along. So you said the uh, biggest challenge for you was the business side. However, I'm really challenged to even believe that because every week you're like, hey, I need more books. So <laughs> talk to us about what you're doing, man. What are you doing out there? Man, it's so, you said it best, like walking in your purpose. Um, I just have this true belief of like, if you're an authentic person, if you are, if you are who you are and um, you're walking in your purpose, like, mental health and working with children and promoting positivity is not something I'm doing, you know, just as a side job. Like every day I try to do something that promotes positivity in our community. I, the people I meet, the people I talk to, right. I try to gravitate towards like-minded people. 
Yeah. And with that, the reason I feel and the reason I feel like I'm getting support from that is because the people I come in contact with. Like I'm putting out a product that people know I actually believe in. Yeah. Right? I'm not making a book about um, just something that's trendy because I think it'll sell, right? right? Because that was like, well, he doesn't have any expertise or any experience doing that. Exactly. That's the one thing of just walking in your purpose. If whatever you're writing, make sure it's something that you believe in and that you're actually promoting. Right. And also, too, like reach out to people. Like, so everybody, like my brother, my sister, my mentor, his family, my family, like every, everybody um, that I talk to, hey, I've, I've, the pro I've like been helping with this process. Like they're in this process with me. So your team of people, you know, if the support system you have, they want you to succeed as well. So mm -hmm. they're going to pump your book out too. They're going to put it on their Instagram pages, right. their websites. So, you know, you're going to talk to people like, oh man, I just ran into somebody that has a child. I know perfectly what's going on. Like, and then get events together. Like I have a book signing event coming up and I you know we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, later. But, um, but yeah, so I would say that's the main thing. And, I, and it really, it shocked me how much, like I said, I'm selling as quickly as I am. But again, it's people, um, a lot of people I know, a lot of people I don't know. Like I'm getting PayPal requests from people, names I never heard of. Yeah. And some it's because, or one is because some people that know a friend of mine, right? And they, they talk about me so much. Like, all right, cool. If they cool, if, you know, if Hank is cool with this person, then all right, then it's signed, it's signed by me. It's cool. So I'm going to go ahead and buy a book. Right. So um, like I said, just... I could ramble on and on, but yeah, just walking your purpose. That's the main thing. Like, I don't, trust me, I don't have, again, this is my very first uh, business venture. So don't think I'm just saying this because I've done this before. This is the first time I've ever done it. So for all y'all out there, whatever is your purpose, walk in it on your own space, be confident in that. And I promise you will have the amount of success you're going to have. You preaching on it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I just put out a video talking about purpose and you know, sometimes when you're talking, some stuff come out and you're like, wow, did I say that? But that purpose, I said, you don't have to struggle to make purpose work. Mm -hmm. Purpose works. If yeah. I put a seed in the ground, if I put a grass seed in the ground, because the purpose of that seed is to grow, I don't care where I throw it. If it's in good dirt, it's going to grow, right? That's a word right there. <laughs> That's a word. <laughs> it's going to grow. So we don't have to worry about, you know, like you said, but you got to be in your purpose, though. Don't write a book about something that you have no knowledge of just because you think it's trendy or you think it's that's a catchy, you know what I mean? Because people can read that on you every, like, in a second. They can, they can tell. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't believe in that. Mm -hmm. But when you are walking in your purpose and you're put, putting out the seed that was put in you, Man, it's going to grow, and it's going to reach the right people. So you don't even need, I mean, you do need some business savvy, but if you have the willingness to go out there, tell people about your passion, people are going to connect to that passion. So I try, I'm going to try to make these videos short, I, and I'm getting excited here over, you know what I'm saying? So, but um, tell us about what you do have coming up. Yes. Yeah, so, all right. I have, um, I'm having a, my official Yes Dad book signing. It is going to be at Graham's Coffee Shop, a uh, Black-owned coffee shop at that. Mm -hmm. um, it'll be October 10th. That's next Saturday from 3 p.m. to 7 p.m. We're going to have um, books there available for purchase, and they'll all be signed. Anybody that gets a book there will be signed. If you already have a book um, that you have ordered, it'll be BTU by then. You can bring it, and it'll be signed. Mm -hmm. um, we'll have raffle giveaways, food, cupcake music 
photo booths. It's going to be a good time. Um, we'll have a book reading. So bring your bring your kids, your your, ne your nieces, your nephews, cousins, anybody you babysit. Tell them about it. And yeah, so it, I mean, like I said, I'm very excited about it. And also, like I said, this I'm gonna go, going around and I'll actually be at um, a preschool October 13th doing a reading for those children as well. And um, so that's, I'm excited about that. And then just in the future, uh, once my winter break hits around like the end of um, November for Thanksgiving, I've got some some great ideas for a couple more books. I've have I've been able to outline them. Go ahead and be able to sit down and write those and awesome. see what happens. Awesome, man, man! It has been a amazing interview. Um, I wish I had like an hour to talk to you um, and just kind of go into that um, purpose, but. We'll get back together. We'll put some more out here. I'm sure people are going to get a lot from this interview. How can people reach you? Yes, um, I have a few ways to reach me. You can reach me at um, Instagram at Henry's Reading Corner. So that's H-E-N-R-Y-S Corner. Uh, read, I'm sorry, Henry's Reading Corner. That's my, that's my Instagram. And also my website, henrysreadingcorner.com. Um, and they'll have my contact information there as well. So you can send me an email. I get it. I tend to respond quick. I try to check emails all the time. Uh, also, Twitter at Henry's Corner as well. And then uh, you can reach me on Facebook at Henry Benson. And my, face, my uh, Facebook page will be right there on Henry, Henry Benson. So, yeah. It's, and then, yeah, of course, you go to the website. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter. Send me an email. Like I said, anything you need to know. And that's how you can get to me. This episode of The Right Change was brought to you by Truevine Publishing Company. If you're ready to write your book but don't know where to start, we have the plan for you. With our beginner's publishing plan, we will give you the writing support you need to quickly complete a publishable manuscript. We will provide you marketing and sales support training. We will give you access to our Truevine Success Accountability Team. And we will produce a quality book with hard copies and ebooks with global distribution. Call us today at 615-44-BOOKS or visit our website, www.truvinepublishing.org.